You're listening to Beyond Mindfulness with me, Angus Ford-Robertson, a weekly podcast bringing mindfulness to life. Hello, greetings and welcome. Angus here, episode seven of Beyond Mindfulness, and I hope this finds you very well. Now, I want to start today with a quick shout out and thank you to uh, to various people who have been incredibly sweet and supportive around the podcast. Um, you don't really expect, when you start a podcast, I don't know, I wasn't expecting friends and family to listen in. <laughs> Maybe they're, they're checking up on me. Uh, but either way, um, I really appreciate it. Steve, Alison, Ashka, Wellesley, Clarkie, Nadia, and a whole bunch of people at the studio at Bassett yoga offering really constructive helpful feedback uh, and suggestions around the podcast so a big big thank you to all you guys of course my gratitude also extends to all you folk who are now dialing in weekly for the tuesday tribe sessions Wow. Uh, Last week's session was by far and away the best we've had yet. Incredible attendance. The involvement and level of uh, personal reflection inquiry that people were making was absolutely heartwarming. Beautiful to watch. And... um, and thank you for all the suggestions for future podcasts. I mean, you it's not only heartwarming, it also makes my job very, very easy. Uh, I think we've got a list of topics uh, for the next year and beyond. So um, so that's wonderful. Of course, this does lead to, to one other issue. Uh, it's actually a request. I have a request. So the request is simply this. Overcoming episodes, as I develop the uh, the format gosh that's sounding so so professional isn't it as i develop the format it's almost sounding like i have a plan uh i don't um as we develop the format some weeks will be me bringing the questions from the tuesday tribe as we've done so far other weeks i would like us to do some live spiritual inquiry And that involves you. And essentially what that is, is you getting in touch, emailing me at uh, info at angusfordrobertson.com and, uh, well, offering yourself up on the slab of spiritual inquiry. And uh, (laughs) before you get too scared by that print, that, that suggestion, remember... Of course, it's totally anonymous, no names involved, no identifying features. Uh, what's more, you have absolute veto rights. You can say at the end of the the chat, absolutely not. And uh, we will, of course, honour that. Um, but it really is a very exciting way to inquire and explore into really how we bring mindfulness to life. You bring the issue, you bring the the topic. It could be relationships, it could be work-life balance, it could be um, anxiety, depression, it could be anything you like. You bring it, we do the Zoom call, and we record it, and we offer it up if we both feel it's right for, for publication on the podcast. And of course, this can be done on Zoom. This uh, you don't have to be um, living in London to do this. Don't think just because, don't think just because you live in Taunton that you 
terrible accent that you can get out of it. Uh, you know, Tokyo, Auckland, uh, California. We'll take all of you, all of you. So, um, yeah, that's my request. If you'd like to be uh, involved and part of a live, you can think of it as free spiritual therapy. There you go. That's my sales pitch. That's my angle. I'm going to stick to that. Free spiritual therapy. Um, but if you're willing and kind enough to do that, I would hugely appreciate it. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Good. Public announcements over. Now, let's get down to the good stuff. Okay. So, episode seven. What's the title? The title of this episode is... How to break up with anxiety. How to break up with anxiety. Now, if you've been listening to the, the previous episodes, you know we're currently on a little series that is dedicated to the topic of anxiety. Uh, we want to discover what we mean by anxiety, how it arises, uh, who does it affect. We want to know everything about it as we begin our journey to end our relationship with anxiety. Now, last week, I specifically named two issues that I want you to, to keep in mind. Firstly, that it's important to remember that anxiety is the most common mental-emotional condition that humans experience. It really is the common cold of mental-emotional health. Almost everyone suffers from it, as described by uh, some extraordinary teachers like, um, oh, what were their names? Uh, oh, Buddha, uh, Jesus, Lao Tzu. Uh, all the great teachers described how human beings are essentially beset with anxiety, a restless mind. So that was the first point. It's the most common condition we experience. And yet, and yet, it's still taboo. It's still kind of swept under the carpet and, oh, no, 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 don't, uh, no, don't, don't, don't suffer from that. No, absolutely not. Uh, so, yeah, that's the first point. Really good to remember. Second point, rather than seeing anxiety as a curse, I strongly encourage you, if you have an interest in, in ending your relationship with anxiety, I strongly encourage you to see it as an opportunity, because that's what it is. Acknowledging that we experience anxiety, that we have a restless mind, that we have an agitated, uh, agitated state of mind, this is essential if we're to move forwards and start to undo that anxiety. So please consider, Having anxiety is not a curse. It's not a life sentence. It is something from which you can make a full recovery. That's the point of it. I'll say that again. That is the point of it. <laughs> There's nothing redundant in the universe. Everything has a, a purpose and a point to lead to some other place. So mostly, of course, last week I was, I was really wanting to reassure you of that, that anxiety is something from which you can make a full recovery. It does take practice. 
discipline and consistency yes is it easy absolutely not no it can be it can be quite a tough gig as i said last week to recover from anxiety and for most of us it is but it's completely doable so that's where we got to uh the uh, the recap from the last episode so as we go a little deeper now into this issue of how to break up with anxiety. I hope you'll allow me just to say a couple more things uh, generally around anxiety because I want you to get a, a, a deep understanding of what we really mean by anxiety. In our culture, as I say, we don't really talk about it. So we need to have a look at it. And I'm specifically interested in bringing what I call a spiritual understanding of of anxiety so so let's let's look at a few issues now and see if i can break this down so first up i want to name something pretty obvious but we need to get clear human beings experience different levels of anxiety obvious i know but i really need to name this because you see for the vast majority of folk the anxiety they experience habitually through their life never reaches a a real peak or threshold where it becomes debilitating and that's wonderful that that's kind of great i guess in one way that's great because they can live with it they can live with their anxiety and they they get workarounds they find workarounds and that's absolutely fine i want to name though of course that for some people including myself as a young adult uh the anxiety levels are off the chart or tipping into the red zone. The needle just goes into the red and it becomes, well, in an extreme case, of course, it becomes life-threatening. Um, and there's quite a lot of uh, degrees to get to that point where it's still unbearable. So what I'm wanting to communicate here is that, you know, there will be a significant proportion of the population who might stumble across this episode and think, why the heck is he talking about anxiety? Anxiety is just anxiety. It's just, bah, just get on with it. No, it doesn't really affect you. Great. Lucky you. Moving on, there are significant numbers who are along the spectrum of anxiety, and I mean millions, whose uh, who's entire life is really debilitated by the condition. So just to be aware of that, as you listen to this, be aware that the people that are going to be really interested in what we're exploring here are the people for whom anxiety has tipped into a kind of, oof, this is not really manageable, this is impinging on my life, or this is uh, preventing me from, I don't know, going on holiday, or going for that job, or social interaction, so many things that it can affect. So that's the first thing. Now the second thing we need to consider, if we're really serious about breaking up with anxiety, is this. The whole of life is really just a series of moments that come under two headings. Yes, please. And no, thank you. Push, pull. I want this. I don't want that. That's basically our life. In spiritual terms, and certainly all the 
spiritual traditions that I've explored, we call this desiring and rejecting. Attraction, rejection, we push, we pull. And we do this, why do we do this? We do this because, let's see, uh, oh yes, we want to be happy, that's right, we want to be happy. And we believe, this is the wonderful thing, we believe that when we get what we want, and at the same time when we cut out what we don't want, then we'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. How's it going so far? <laughs> the push-pull doesn't work. It's the symptom of a restless mind. I'll say that again. <laughs> the push-pull, the wanting, the not wanting, is the symptom of the restless mind. And anxiety is the result. So if we want to break up with anxiety, we have to recognize the root cause, not the symptom, the root cause. You see, no amount of getting more of what we do want and less of what we don't want, that's not going to cut it. As, as we'll uh, no doubt go into in great depth in future episodes, that is not going to cut it what we need to understand is that the root cause of our suffering, our anxiety, is the thinking mind itself, the oscillations, the fluctuations, the wavering, the endless thinking that we maintain, that we are not conscious of, that we indulge. That's the root cause, the fluctuations of the mind. Okay, goodness. <laughs> now let's take a breath and uh, and we'll go into this now with a couple more really important points to consider uh, and I'll see you in just a moment. Okay, so hopefully now you're seated and in a comfortable, warm, safe space. If it's appropriate, you may have closed your eyes. And of course, I'm suggesting this because when we explore new principles, new ideas, concepts, and so on, we want to be in a receptive place in ourselves. We want to be at ease so we can really fully digest and absorb what it is that we're exploring and considering. Now, there are two key concepts I want to share today on this episode that I know, certainly from my experience, both personally and professionally, these are two concepts that are absolutely key if we're serious about breaking up with anxiety. And the first thing is this. You are not your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. This is absolutely key. Let me explain. You have thoughts, but you're not your thoughts. What you are is a field of consciousness, of awareness, in which thoughts appear. 
one of the key first steps to recovery from anxiety is to know this, to really know that you're not your thoughts. And this, of course, is something that's uh, talked about again in all the spiritual traditions. We detach from our thoughts. We can observe them, we acknowledge them, but we don't believe them. We don't buy into the story. Now, this is really simple. It's pretty radical, actually, but it's, it's really simple. And it's definitely not easy. I'm not saying this is easy. This is undoing the conditioning of a lifetime. It's simple. It's not easy. It takes a lifetime to refine and perfect. Now, if this concept is... Uh, is a little tricky to digest, let me offer a very tried and tested analogy. It's something that um, we hear in yoga schools and Buddhist temples around the world. It's a lovely, simple metaphor that helps us get this principle of us being the consciousness uh, and thoughts being visitors to our consciousness. The, the analogy that's often given is a blue sky with clouds dotted amongst it. The blue sky, the infinite blue sky, is consciousness. That's what you are, a field of awareness. In that blue sky, yeah, clouds can appear, sometimes lots of clouds. Clouds are thoughts. They move through the sky, across the sky, and they appear and they disappear. And this is the analogy that we need to just consider, the metaphor that's useful for understanding. We are awareness, we're consciousness. We are not the thoughts, the clouds. We're the blue sky. Someone that is lost in anxiety has bought into and believed that they are the clouds, the thoughts. They don't yet know how to come back to being blue sky. And be assured that when we do know how to be the blue sky, how to rest in that infinite awareness, it's the end of anxiety. Now, the second thing I want you to consider on this episode is this. The sensations and symptoms of anxiety, and there are hundreds of them, <laughs> from sweaty palms to racing heart to uh, poor digestion, foggy head, you name it, all these symptoms, the symptoms of anxiety are generated when we buy into thoughts. Or to put it even more clearly, the symptoms are thoughts reflected in the body. So when I buy into those clouds, those thoughts, that aren't me, because I'm the awareness, but when I buy into them, and I believe the story of... Uh, Oh goodness, I've got to make this big presentation and what if I cock it up and da 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 da. When I believe that story, 
within milliseconds of buying into the thought, I feel the symptoms of anxiety in my body. Those feelings and symptoms of anxiety in the body are simply the thoughts reflected in the body. Now you can see just how important it is to be able to detach from your thoughts and come back to awareness. Now I am aware that some of what I've been uh, talking about, of course, we'll be producing some questions and you'll, you'll want to go into this in the Tuesday Tribe, I'm sure, and I look forward to that. But I do need to name one final issue. We must be aware that thoughts being reflected in the body is a normal, natural and healthy occurrence. It's actually a part of our survival mechanism. We have the thought, and if it's a, a scary thought, frightening thought, um, we naturally produce adrenaline and have an emotional reaction. Thoughts get reflected in the body. This is part of our healthy, protective survival mechanism. The problem arises when the unobserved mind takes over, and the thinking becomes excessive. We ruminate, we recycle, we get into loops. And before we know it, we're thinking these frightening, negative, terrifying thoughts, whatever it might be. And of course, the body is then flooded with um, some pretty adverse reactions, to say the least. As I've said, racing heart, foggy head, depressions, sweats, all sorts of possible physical responses to those thoughts. So I'm hoping you can see when we buy into the thoughts, the clouds, and we believe we are those thoughts, oh boy, we uh, are on a slippery slope. But if we can learn to detach from the thoughts, and this is where we'll be going next week and the week after, if we can learn to detach from the thoughts, then we are really heading in the direction of breaking up with anxiety. Because we've gone to the root cause, we're not simply addressing the symptom. Okay. That's more than enough from me. I want to summarize those last two points very simply so that they bed in. Firstly, you are not your thoughts. You are a field of awareness in which thoughts appear. Second point, thoughts are reflected in the body as emotion. When we have a fearful thought, it produces an anxiety response in the body. For this reason, we need to become conscious of the thoughts we're having. We need to become conscious of the clouds that are passing through our blue sky. Once we do that, we are truly breaking up with anxiety. Okay, 
Thank you so much for your attention this week. I, uh, I very much hope that was useful. Next week, we're going to go a little deeper still and start to look at the mechanisms of panic attacks because I know that many of you have uh, experienced those and they're pretty horrendous. Um, and I also want to remind you that my course, my online course called The Experience, is a complete guide to breaking up with anxiety. That's really what it is. I probably should have called it that, actually. <laughs> it is a uh, 20 years in the making course. Um, it was one of the wonderful things to come out of the pandemic. I managed to sit down and spend months recording in detail how to overcome anxiety and live free from it. So that is the experience. It's on the website, angusfordrobertson.com. You can download it. And I'm happy to report it comes. <laughs> it comes with a 100% uh, risk-free guarantee. If you don't like it, I'll give you the money back. Absolutely no questions asked. It's, uh, I'm uh, very, very confident in it. Let's put it that way. So, um Download it, enjoy it, and uh, I'll see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to Beyond Mindfulness. For more information about courses, workshops, or retreats, please visit angusfordrobertson.com. And thank you for listening.